This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, <clears throat> good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch HaMavon. We continue Masech Tevamais. Now, tonight we begin Dav Kuf Yud Dalid Amud Aleph. And actually, we have a, we have a beautiful sugya tonight. And it's not a Yevamistika sugya, it's a Shas sugya. And the sugya is something that was mentioned in passing on Dav Kuf Yud Gimel where one cannot actively feed a katan or encourage a katan to sin, but if a katan is sinning, do you have to stop them? Does Bezdin, or for that matter anybody who sees a katan sinning, do they need to stop him from sinning? The Gemara brought up the idea of a chareshes and whether we apply the rule of are we worried about um, feeding a chareshes truma? And the Gemara says, what's the problem with feeding a chareshes truma? Why would we make a gzeira feeding a... That, what are we concerned with? You're going to feed a deaf-mute person a truma? The Gemara said. They're like a minor who's eating a prohibited item. So the Gemara took it as a matter of fact that if you see someone without das doing an Avera, it's not really a problem. I mean, this is a very practical uh, situation um, and question. If somebody, Loyalenu, had a relative who was not mentally competent and they had to put them in a home, and you're not feeding them something which is not kosher, but the facility, let's say, doesn't necessarily... Uh, observe kashos. Is that a problem? Are you required to stop them from sitting? They don't have das. And technically, the Gemara seems to be arguing that katan oichel nevelois ein bezdin mitzuvin lahafrisha. Bezdin is not required to separate them. Now, it's different. Asr lispois biadaim. You cannot actively stuff them with a devar iser. But do you have to stop them? So we're on two lines from the bottom on Kofi Gimlam and Bez. Rav Yitzchak bar bisna Rabbi Yitzchak Barbisna lost the keys of the base Medrash. You know, I personally hate when that happens. That's why I put a combination lock on the front door in the shul. This way, you know, people could, could just get in. But he lost it in the public domain. Bishabata on Shabbos. There's a question whether the girsa is Bishabata. Or Rashi definitely explains it happened on Shabbos. Also, Rabbi Padas, he came before Rabbi Padas. Amalei, Rabbi Padas said, I have a great idea. Zil Devar Tali Vitalia. Go lead. In Aramaic, Devar means lead. Guide. Like in the expression, Dabar Echad Ladar. There could be only one leader in the generation. Dabar Tali Vitalia. Lead children, boys and girls. Vilatailu Hasam. Let them play over there. Because if they find the keys, they'll bring it to you. They'll carry it to you. Says the Gemara, Alma Kasavar, Katan Oichel Nevelois, Ein Bezim So from here we see that Rabbi Padas holds that if a Katan is violating a biblical prohibition, let's say he's eating a Nevela, Bezdin does not have to stop him. So that seems to be what Rabbi Padas holds. Let us try to bring a, a proof to this. A person should not say to a child, Bring me my key. 
Havili Chaisam, bring me my signet. Ella, rather, Manichai Toilesh, you could just allow him to, let's say, pluck grass on Shabbos. Manichai Zoyrek, you could allow him to throw an item in their Shasarabim. So that proves to this idea that if you see a katan doing a biblical avera, you're not commanded to stop him. Says the Gemara, it's not conclusive proof. Why? The situation that you could allow him to uproot is a flower pot without a hole in it. A flower pot without a hole in it is not nourishing from the ground. So to uproot from it is uprooting something from an unusual way uh, a, a a growing thing grows, um, a plant grows, and therefore it would only be Nisr Drabanan. So everyone would agree, if you see a kid doing Nisr Drabanan, you don't have to stop him. Bezdin doesn't have to stop him. So we're not, this doesn't prove, Katan Oichel Nevelois ain't Bezdin Mitzvah Lafrisha, because he's not Oichel Nevelois, he's only violating Nisr Drabanan. And... Zoyrek, the situation where he's throwing Bekarmos, Rabbanon is in a domain where it's only rabbinic prohibition to throw. Now this Gemara seems to come out that while Bezin is not commanded to stop, that this Gemara seems to come out, Rabbi Pedas holds that Bezin is not commanded to stop a katan from violating Yisra Dairaisa. Others dispute that and say he has no conclusive evidence and the proofs that you don't have to stop him is talking about Nisad Rabbanon. So one major question on this whole sugya, just to speak out, maybe if we have a chance in the Eon Shir, um, is whatever happened to Chinuch, you know, why wouldn't Bezdin or a father have to stop a Katan from doing a, a, a rabbinic, violating a rabbinic prohibition? Forget about the responsibility as Bezdin or as a uh, Arev as Arvos, what about the mitzvah of Chinuch? I mean, don't you have to train a kid, and if they're violating even a Drabanan, you would have to uh, stop them. So there are basically three approaches in the Rishonim to deal with this issue. Maybe we're talking about a kid below the age of Chinuch. Okay, so I'm just, just speaking out that sort of obvious question on this whole sugya. Why are we discussing? Do we have to stop and do we not have to stop? What happened to the mitzvah of Chinuch? Okay. Tashma. So we're going to continue to try to bring proofs to this issue. If a Gentile comes to extinguish, let's say something caught on fire, and he's coming to put it out. We don't say, hey, put it out, put it out, go, go, go. We don't say, don't put it out, I'm Jewish. Because you are not, their rest on the Sabbath is not incumbent upon you. You can't encourage them. But on the other hand, you don't have to stop them. But a katan, a minor, a minor that comes to extinguish, we say, al don't extinguish because their rest is upon you. So that proves that Katan Oichel Nevelois Bezdin is Mitzvah Lahafrishai. Now I have a question. Okay, right. So that, that's uh, the Gemara is trying to bring a proof. That means I have to stop a Katan 
from doing Malacha on Shabbos because I, I am commanded on their Shavisa. That proves that when a Katan does an Avera, you got to stop them. So I would ask, and I didn't see anyone who asked this question, why is this conclusive? Maybe Shabbos is different. Maybe Shabbos, the Torah specifically says, Ata uvincha uvitecha. It's there, you are commanded that your children rest. Maybe by other prohibitions, that it's not your business or it's not your problem. But Shabbos, the Torah specifically says, your household members do have to rest. So I don't know why the Gemara doesn't say that and nobody asks this question. And maybe any of you out there who have these good Gemaras with different perushim, I don't know, does anybody ask this question or does anyone have a good answer to this? Why doesn't the Gemara say, well, maybe Shabbos is different? But the Gemara seems to feel that if you have to stop them from violating, uh, from doing Malach on Shabbos, that proves you have to stop them from violating any Avira. But anyway, comes Rabbi Yochanan, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Pa'oisa al-das aviv. You know why you need to stop the kid? So write this down on the side of your Gemara. Really, Rabbi Yochanan holds, you don't have to stop a kid. I'm writing it down. So why over here do you have to stop him? Because even though you didn't tell him anything, your kid could read your mind. He knows you want him to do it, so it's like you're encouraging him, even though you didn't say a word. But your kid looks at that twinkle in your eye, he knows exactly what you want. You know, like at the Shabbos table, when he knows exactly what you don't want him to do, and he knows exactly, he also knows exactly what you do want. So even though you didn't express it, but he's doing it for, on your behalf. But oisa al So it means real... And right, and where you know he's doing it because he knows you want it. It's specifically talking about a situation where you have to stop him because he's doing it. Rashi says, The kid knows exactly what you want. And the father's standing there. So it's like you're commanding him. But in, by the kids of Rabbi Yitzchak, he didn't say anything, so he was allowed to bring them there. So the Gemara asked, the Chavasei Gabi, If so, then by a Gentile also. If you're standing there, and that guy's your friend, and you know, you, you're his neighbor, and he knows exactly what you want. I mean, there's a fire, <laughs> and your property is in danger, and he's your typical Shabbos guy. And he knows exactly what you want, so then he shouldn't be allowed to do it either. So Gemara says, no. I'm sorry. Um, similarly, if he's doing it for the Jew, is it permitted? When a guy acts, he acts on his own accord. Okay, so your kid, if you're standing there hovering over him, he knows what you want. The guy, the guy, even if he knows what you want, he's doing it for himself. Goyim are not looking, they're not looking to please the homeowner. Tashma, come in here. Ben Chaver, the son of someone who's meticulous in the laws of Chuma. So in his, his father, his dad, always is careful to be mafrich Chuma. Sharogelelech itzal avi But he goes to grandpa, his mother's father, and grandpa is not so medaktik in halacha. 
You know, it's interesting. We think, oh, that's, this is a phenomenon that only exists in our times. This is as old as the hills. The father's careful. The grandfather's not careful. This happened in the time of the Gemara, in the time of the Brisa. There's a, it's a typical scenario. Um, Amharetz, the grandpa's in Amharetz. So, do we say you have to tell your kid, don't go to grandpa, because he's going to feed you stuff, it's not going to be tithed. You don't have to worry, he's going to feed the kid produce that is not corrected. Let's say you find fruits in his hand and he clearly got it from grandpa, and grandpa, he's not a bad guy, he just he doesn't take off trumais or masrois. You don't have to worry, it's not your problem. Is a kid, so the kid will eat it. Big deal. We're bringing a proof that you don't, it's not a big deal. You don't have to stop a katan from doing an avera. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, no, really, you do have to stop a katan from doing avera. You know what we're talking about over here? Bidemaihi kilo. We're talking about a suffake. This is the produce of an Amaratz. Most Amaratzim, they do take off Chumas and Masaris. It's Demai. Demai is something that, even though most Amaratz do take off tithes, but the Rabbanan are Choshesh. So since it's a Suffolk, really Rabbi Yochanan is saying, you do have to stop a Katan from doing an Aver. But why over here not? Because it's Demai, because in all probability, um, Grandpa took off the Masaris. Now Rabbi Yochan just contradicted himself. Because earlier on the Gemara wanted to prove that you have to stop a katan from doing an Avera. And Rabbi Yochanan said, really? No, you don't have to. There, it's because he's doing it for his father. Really, typically, you don't have to stop a katan. And there, you're hovering over him, so he's doing it, so it's like you commanded him. So earlier Rabbi Yochanan said, you don't have to stop a katan. Now, when the Gemara is trying to bring a proof that you don't have to stop him. Rabbi Yochanan is saying, no, really you do have to stop him, and here not, because it's Demai. Says the Gemara, Ela Taima de Demai. So let's make an inference. The reason why you don't have to stop him is because it's Demai. Ha Vadai. But if it would be something that would definitely be an Isr Drabanan, that would definitely be Asr, Boilasri, you would have to take off Maiser. And you would have to stop the Katan. But earlier Rabbi Yochanan said, you don't have to stop the katan. Earlier Rabbi Yochanan said, you don't have to stop the katan, only over there, because he's doing it, because he knows he want it. So Rabbi Yochanan, make up your mind. What do you hold about the issue of whether katan oichal nevelois bezdin metzuvin lahafrishai? Says Gemara ela Rabbi Yochanan, sefuke misafgale. Rabbi Yochanan is not sure. So every, either way you go, Rabbi Yochanan will push you off. You try to say that really you have to stop him? Rabbi Yochanan, no, you don't have to stop him here. It's because it's like you commanded him. You want to say you don't have to stop him? Rabbi Yochanan will say, really, you do have to stop him. Here you don't because it's demai. Tashma, come in here. Ben Chaver, the son of someone who's meticulous in taking of Chuma. Koyen, Sharaga Lelech He's going to grandpa. 
grandpa's a Yisrael. Ka, uh, excuse me, grandpa's a Koyen Amoretz. So uh, a Koyen married a Bas Koyen. The Koyen is knowledgeable. The Shver is not. You don't have to be worried that your father-in-law will feed your kid Chuma, which is Tameh. Matzah biyaday pears. If you find your kid has fruit, ain't zakakla. You don't have to stop him. What do you mean? Why don't you have to stop him? It's probably tameh. Grandpa's not careful. It's a raya that a katan is doing an avera. You don't have to stop him. So it's not a raya. Maybe we're talking about truma drabanan. And as we said, even the opinion that you have to stop a katan from doing an avera is only by nisur dairaisa, not by nisur drabanan. Tashma, come in here. Yoin, this is an interesting case. Yoinek tinoik v'hoilech. Me'avoidas k'ichavim u'mibehema t'meya. Ve'ein choyshishen. Come in here. A child can nurse from a non-Jewish woman and from a non-kosher animal, ve'en choyshishen, b'yoynek shekets. We don't have to be concerned that he's nursing something which is disgusting and prohibited. After all, he's not eating treif, he's drinking the milk from a Gentile woman or a non-kosher animal. He's not eating treif. The Gemara is going to assume what this means is he is eating treif and you don't have to worry about it. So he's nursing from a non-Jewish woman or from a non-kosher animal. That is not kosher. But you don't have to stop him. But but you can't actively feed him a nevela, a trefa. A nevela is an animal that's a carcass. A trefa an animal that has a mortal wound. Creepy, crawling things, slimy, grimy things. Umikulam, you can't actively feed him. Umikulam yonik mehem. From all these things, he can nurse from vafilu b'shabes. Even on Shabbos. Why even on Shabbos? We're going to see. There's an issue about nursing on Shabbos. Nursing on Shabbos might be an iser dairaisa. Why? Or at least expressing the milk for the child. Because it's da, it's a tolda of dash threshing. It's mefarik, where you have something in a case and you're extracting it. So removing the milk from the mammary gland or the udder, gland of the udder is a tolda of mefarik. But you're allowed to, the kid is allowed to nurse even on Shabbos. Uvegadal aser, and a toddler, not a not a an adult, but an older child is prohibited. Abishol, Imer Abishol says, Noyagin hoyinu, we were accustomed sheyoinkimi behema tahira biyamtef to nurse from a kosher animal on yamtef. We're going to see why only yamtef. You can do it on yamtef. You can do it on Shabbos. Bottom line is katani mia ein choyshishin b'yoynek shekets. We're not concerned. We don't have to worry about the fact that the kid is nursing something which is not kosher. 
So that's a raya, that if the kid is doing an avera, you don't have to stop him. So Zimar is not a raya. If a kid doesn't have what to drink, he's in mortal danger. It's sakonis nefashis. Really, if a kid is doing a very, you do have to stop him. But now this is re- um, relevant to the kid's diet, the kid's nourishment, nu- nutrition. So that's sakonis nefashis. So of course you don't have to stop the kid, because you're allowed to desecrate the Torah to preserve a life. It says, Gemara, hasam mishum sakana. There it's permitted out of danger, out of, out of uh, danger. Sigmar says, well, if it's a dangerous situation, then why do we only let a katan nurse? Why don't we let a gadol nurse, a toddler nurse? Ihachi gadol nami. Sigmar, no. You can't assume it's dangerous for a toddler not to nurse unless you make a evaluation. Gadol bai umdana. A toddler will need eval. You can't assume that he's in a, a dangerous, life-threatening situation if he doesn't nurse. Says Gemara, Why wouldn't you have to assess the situation of a, kad, of a katan? Says Gemara, That's right. A child, a baby, is considered, his nursing is life-threatening. So, <clears throat> you're allowed to assume that the dietary needs of a baby are necessary for his, uh, the preservation of his life. Not so a toddler. A toddler, you need to make an evaluation. But for a baby, you don't have to make an evaluation, you could assume. Now, now we're going to examine Abishol's opinion. Abishol Oimer, Noi Hagin Hoyinu, the closest thing we come to Yavamas on this page is Abishol. Okay? Abishol Oimer, Noi Hagin Hoyinu, Sheyoinkim, Abishol says, we were accustomed that we nurse from a kosher animal on Yom Tif. Says, what's the case? If there's a danger, it should be permitted to nurse on, the, on Shabbos. And if there's no danger, even on Yom Tif, it should be prohibited. Says, let's the baby's in distress. Now, we mentioned that nursing is a malacha. It's the malacha of mefarik, which is a tolda of dash. You're extracting. The thing is, the baby's not extracting in a normal way. He's doing it kalacharyad, by suckling on the, on the udder. Again, this is talking about nursing from an animal. or um, So, the Gemara says, the baby's in sar. It's extracting in an unusual way. You're not, he's not squeezing with his hand, he's suckling it. It's sort of um, in an unusual motion. He's not do, doing it directly, he's putting his mouth on it. So on Shabbos, where the malachos on Shabbos done in, an, a, usual, in a usual way, is not only Yisra Dares, but Yisra Skila, so then on Kelacharyad, we will still make a Gzera because Shabbos is very Chamar. Gazur Rabban, the Rabbis decreed. Yamtiv the Isralav, Yamtiv which is an Isralav, Loi Gazur Be Rabbanan, the Rabbanan were not Gazer. Would it be part of Oichal Nefesh? If I remember correctly, 
when we are learning Mesech we saw the Shita, perhaps of the Rush, that said that only certain Malachis of Eichel Nefesh are permitted, and that is once they make its way to the table. But Dash, which is in, done on the in the farm, is too advanced of a Malacha, too early on in the preparation of food, and that is not mutter on Yom Tov even for Eichel Nefesh. So, so dash is not one of the malachis that are permitted for Eichel Nefesh. Only, let's say, the food preparation at the table, when the food makes it into the house. Okay, the Gemara continues, Tashma, loy soichelum, it says by creepy crawling things, don't eat them, kishak, it's him, they're disgusting. But the grammar formation is loy sa'achilum, it could be read, don't feed it. That the adults have to be warned of guarding the katanim. Doesn't that mean if they see them doing an avera, they have to stop them? My love, the amar luhu. Is it not where they say to them loy That they have to stop them. That bezin mitzuvin lahafrishai. Says Gemara loy deloy lisvi lebiadaim. All the Torah is not saying that if you see them doing an avera, you have to stop them. Torah is saying that you can actively feed them. By creepy crawling things. Tashma, kal nefesh mikam adam. Every soul cannot eat blood. That comes to say, not only are you not allowed to eat blood, you have to make sure katanim don't eat blood. Lahazar katanim. For the adults to be warned on the katanim, doesn't that mean that if you see katanim eating blood, you have to stop them? My love, the amri luhu, Is it not where you tell them don't eat? Says, it's, you don't have to stop them. If you see a katan eating blood, maybe you don't have to stop them. What the Pasuk is saying is you can't actively feed them. Tashma, come in here. Say, say. So one saying is, tell Kaihanim not to become Tameh. Another say is, tell Kaihanim to tell Ketanim not to become Tameh. Lahazer gedolim al Ketanim. My love, does that not mean, where you say to them, don't become Tameh. If you see them becoming Tameh, you have to stop them. Says the Gemara, you can't actively make them Tameh. So we have basically three Psukim that says, you can't actively cause a Katan to do an Avera. One, you can't feed them creepy crawling things. Two, you can't feed them blood. Three, you can't make them Tameh. Why do I need all three? You'll have to wait till tomorrow where the Gemara will address why I need three Psukim. Here's the schedule this week. Ahmed Bez is... Uh, tomorrow night. Um, next week, I'm out the second part of the week and the first part of the week after. So I want to do one Amud, um, maybe partly Thursday night and partly Friday afternoon or the whole thing Thursday night. And then um, next week we'll do Monday night and we'll be on schedule. If that's okay with you? Okay, everyone, have a good night. Kol Tov, Bracha Thank you. Have a good night. Good night, good night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.